0: Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here Wednesday morning at 6 as we give you our very first look at Orlando's news, weather and traffic. Here and now for you on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. I'm Bud Hedinger,
1: And I'm Deborah Roberts. And our top stories this morning, America's dad, Bill Cosby, is going to prison for sexual assault. And a missing teen is thankfully found safe in Flagler County. We'll have the details coming up in 1 minute.
0: Cosby sentence, did the judge get it right? Let's talk about it next on Good Morning All And good
1: Wednesday morning at 602 on News Radio 93.1, legendary comedian Bill Cosby might not get out of prison before he's 90. The man once known as America's dad was sentenced yesterday to 3 to 10 years in state prison. The 81-year-old Cosby was sentenced in a suburban Philadelphia courtroom for drugging and sexually assaulting former Temple University athletic staffer Andrea Constant at his home in 2004. Cosby looked straight ahead with no expression as he was escorted out of the courtroom in handcuffs. This news brought to you by Tresco Bank, Florida's hometown bank.
0: He was also seen by more than one person in the courtroom actually joking and laughing after this sentence. The judge labeled him a violent sexual predator. We'll talk in a moment whether or not that sentence is severe enough. Coming up.
1: Well, we know uh, from various interviews he's given over the years, he's never, ever really seen this as, as serious as it is, at least as, as it's been portrayed by his victims.
0: He had an opportunity at the end to express remorse. He did not. And um, you're going to be talking about this on your legal brief segment at 8.40 this morning with attorney Jeff Kaufman, who has some strong opinions about what went down in that courtroom.
1: Yes, we are. We're going to be talking about that story for sure. Mm -hmm. The other big story of the day, four people are corroborating Dr. Christine Blasey Ford's allegation that Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh tried to sexually assault her when they were in high school. In the early 1980s, attorneys for Ford handed sworn declarations from the four to the Senate Judiciary Committee ahead of Thursday's hearing on her abuse claims. The documents obtained by USA Today are from Ford's husband and three friends, all who support her claim that Kavanaugh held her down and tried to take off her clothes at a high school party. Kavanaugh denies the allegations. Security is very tight in New York City for President Trump's United Nations visit. Sanitation trucks are parked nose to nose outside Trump Tower, where the president spent the night after delivering remarks that drew derisive laughter uh, uh, when he touted his administration's accomplishments. He has a busy schedule today, chairing a U.N. Security Council session. He'll also meet with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, British Prime Minister Theresa May, and Japanese President Shinzo Abe.
0: Yeah, we'll catch up with the president at the U.N. It was quite a day, and uh, we'll also uh, get into the whole Kavanaugh drama later in this hour, Deb.
1: Well, in other news, today could be the day the floods come for thousands of people in South Carolina. Rivers in Horry and Georgetown counties are expected to crest today. Conditions are looking so bad, in fact, that flooding could leave parts of Georgetown County under 5 to 10 feet of water by the end of the week.
0: What are we talking about? This is nearly two weeks downstream, yeah. quite literally, from exactly. Florence.
1: In fact, the location where President Trump had stood in North Carolina is currently underwater. When he was there, it was bone dry.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Amazing that this is happening after all this time.
1: The National Weather Service, bud, predicts that PD and Waccamaw Rivers will overflow their banks, and that means thousands of residents have been urged to evacuate. A county official says flooding could be worse than Hurricane Matthew two years ago, but worries some residents aren't taking it seriously. The four-day search for a missing teenager is over with the result everyone was hoping for. Flagler County deputies announced last night that 17-year-old Ricky Wheeler was found alive last night in Palm Coast. Wheeler has muscular dystrophy, and he didn't have his medication with him for the four days he was missing. He was dehydrated when found and taken to the hospital.
0: Oh, that's the kind of news we like. You know, you fear the worst because you experience the worst on one case like this after another when a child goes missing. Thank you for that. I prayed hard for that story yesterday.
1: This is amazing. I couldn't believe the headline when I saw this myself, but Sons of Anarchy actor uh, uh, Paul John Vasquez is dead. The 48-year-old actor died Monday of an apparent heart attack at his father's house in San Jose, California. Vasquez also had roles in shows including CSI New York and How I Met Your Mother.
0: That's a shocker for a lot of folks listening this morning. That's for sure. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah, because he didn't. He he looked healthy. He yeah. wasn't overweight. He's a quote unquote fairly young guy. Yeah, you know, Doctor
0: Cronhouse, my heart doctor will tell you, heart disease for so many is a silent killer. They have no symptoms and they can be gone in the primal life.
1: I'm going to be giving him a call very soon. And finally, <laughs> uh, Thursday night's NFL game between the Minnesota Vikings and Los Angeles Rams will make history. No matter what happens on the field, really, yes, it will be the very first NFL telecast to feature two women as primary broadcasters. No kidding. Veteran journalist Hannah Storm and Andrea Kremer will cover the game for Amazon Prime. This week's matchup of two top NFC contenders is the first of 11 games Storm and Kremer are calling for Amazon Prime this season. Kremer has covered more than 25 Super Bowls and was recognized by the Pro uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Storm, of course, is an anchor on ESPN's Sports Center.
0: Hey, if they're good... I'm fine with it. Absolutely. You know, they just got to be good. That's all just like the guys need to be good. Yeah, exactly.
1: No matter what the game is, or the job is, you got to be good at right. it. Right. WFLA time at 6.07, and you can watch as a Florida man is arrested after a cop watches him toss another man off a bridge have you seen this video no, i have not
0: where do i go to see it
1: well if you didn't see it happening over in daytona beach you can check it out at wfla orlando.com the first hour of good morning orlando starts now
0: from news radio 93.1 this is good morning orlando with bud henninger deborah roberts and michael yaffe So we're going to dive in on the um, sentencing of Bill Cosby. Don't you leave yet, Deb Meister. (laughs) I have in my hand an accounting because I surveyed everybody on and off the air yesterday. And and folks who are not directly a part of our show but work with us in the newsroom, what kind of a sentence they thought Cosby would get for his crimes here. Gets three to ten. Pennsylvania is kind of weird. They have a a range of sentencing and and what I learned yesterday from Judge Napolitano, watching Fox, is it's it's unusual. It aren't too many states do it that way. And and ultimately the prison system gets to decide after the minimum period in the range as to whether or not he continues in prison or gets parole. Okay, so it's three to ten years. He will serve three. Guess who predicted at least three? Guess who predicted three years? You. You're right, the Bud Man here, Reagan Smith, who does the Florida roundtable for us and uh, backs us up in the newsroom. He said only one year. Nobody said house arrest. Um, Let's see. uh, Sandra in the newsroom, um, Jim, our program director, and Yaffe all said five years. Steph said six. Deb, you're down for eight years. And I think he should have gotten all of that. But I really think he deserved the max. Then Alan Spector, who does our news on Fridays here, said 10 years. So that, that, that's the range. Everybody is all over the place on this. And yeah. I think that's probably true of our listeners as well.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And, you know, there's a lot of folks who feel he should have gotten more and some who feel he won't serve a day because of his appeal. He already is in prison. Yeah, he is. But with the appeals, I mean, my concern is the prison system gets to decide if he gets paroled.
0: Yeah. Well, listen. I'll tell you what. It's, it's it's interesting. And wait till you hear what his publicist said yesterday in the wake of this verdict, followed by the sentencing of the now disgraced comedian, one-time America's favorite TV dad, Bill Cosby outrageous he plays not only the racism card
1: i know i couldn't believe it when he when he pulled that out of his pocket and the sexism
0: card and we're playing it here in a moment deb meister we'll catch you later for more news um if you want to join the conversation we want to know whether you think justice was served by the three to ten year prison sentence for bill cosby 407-916-5400. Toll free, now 866-916-5400. Let us hear from you. Text line, still 23680. Standard message and data rates apply. Stay tuned for our Make Your Wallet Great Again texting contest right now. You could win a 1000 bucks. Listen for the keyword of the hour. Text the keyword to two hundred two hundred. Listen closely. It's coming up, and good luck to you. And also an update, of course, on Atlanta's news, weather, and traffic. Stick around. That happens all within two minutes. Here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA and AM 540. So disgraced comedian Bill Cosby, 81 years old, sentenced to 3 to 10 years in state prison in Pennsylvania for sexually assaulting a former Temple University employee... At his home in 2004, that was Andrea Constand. Of course, there were 60 other women who told essentially the same stories about what happened to them at the hand of Cosby over so many years. It is the first big conviction uh, uh, on, uh, on crimes like this in the Me Too era. The judge labeled Cosby a sexually violent predator saying that um, Cosby must undergo lifetime counseling and report quarterly to authorities. His name will appear on a sex offender registry sent to neighbors, schools, and victims. Cosby found guilty in April on three counts of aggravated, indecent assault. Jurors convicting Cosby of sexually assaulting Constan without consent while she was impaired, and uh, it got her drugged up and incapacitated her, so there was no way she could resist or even really know what was going on. Um... The defense said, hey, listen, wait a minute. Come on, give this guy a break. He's no longer a danger. Given his age, he should not be branded a sexually violent predator. The judge turned that away, saying that Cosby would no doubt commit similar crimes if given the chance. As for 45-year-old Andrea Constand, she says, life as I knew it ended on that night in 2004 when Cosby knocked her out with pills and violated her. She now lives alone with her two dogs, has trouble trusting people. Her life's been on a holding pattern most of her adult life thanks to Cosby. She's been unable to heal fully or move forward. And uh, she also writes that we may never know the full extent of Cosby's double life as a sexual predator, but his decades-long reign of terror as a serial rapist is over. After the trial, we heard from a lot of the players on both sides, and then there was one of the most outrageous sound cuts i think i have heard god will we ever stop playing the race card in this country and we're playing it here along with the sexism card as well i want you to listen to uh cosby's close confidant and publicist andrew wyatt i mean really listen to this
2: this has been the most racist and sexist trial in the history of the united states dr cosby has been one of the greatest civil rights leaders in the United States for over the last 50 years. He has also been one of the greatest educators of men and boys over the last 50 years. This was not pointed out to the jury or allowed in court because the racist and sexist mass media was attacking and denouncing Dr. Cosby whenever his lawyers even hinted there was racist and sexism present. Mr. Cosby's doing great and Mr. Cosby knows that God is watching over him. He knows that these are lies they persecuted jesus and look what happened not saying mr cosby is jesus but we know what this country has done to black men for centuries is
0: that outrageous or what andrew wyatt the publicist and close confidant of bill cosby no cosby is not exactly jesus yaffe i don't understand here and we'll get into it on the back side of the break here what's he talking about you know who's sexist who's racist he's talking about the media I mean, I can't be talking about, I mean, the the, the victims are white. The victims were black. Uh, the, the jurors were men, women, whites, blacks. Good God. Give me a yeah, break, man.
3: Yeah, you're trying to rationalize the irrational. No one's going to buy the argument that this was racist, and definitely no one's going to buy the argument that this was sexist. I guess he means it was sexist against men. I don't think anyone's going to buy that. And no one's going to buy that the mass media is sexist against men. I don't know.
0: Me neither. Listen, if you want to react to that, and you tell me, three to ten years in prison, did the judge get it right on Cosby? Our go-to guy in all legal matters, attorney Jeff Kaufman, will be on with his weekly legal brief segment with Deb in the 8 o'clock hour. I popped him a note with the Cosby sentence of three to ten years in prison, and I said, let me know your reaction. He says, I guess that's what a well-known celebrity gets, a stern talking to and basically parole in three years. Jeff obviously would have thrown the book big time at Cosby, uh, which, is, uh, which is what I really think should have happened. But I did predict three years, and that's the minimum he will serve. What's on the text line coming in on this at 23680 as folks join the conversation, Mike?
3: Uh, yes, but a lot of different texts coming in. One person said, with Cosby, I feel it was not enough, but the sentencing was, for one, so many people Cosby did this to. So basically saying that this was one that at least a victory for a lot of the people that Cosby did this to. Another person said whether you're black or white and you have no defense, you have no defense, you always play the race card.
0: That's pretty much what was going on there with the uh, with the guy who's uh, and he's black and he's in Cosby's black of course and he's saying oh this is all racism sexism the most racist sexist trial in this country. Outrageous. Andrew, good morning. You're on with the Bud Man on the Cosby sentence. Good morning, Andrew, from Orlando.
2: Good morning, boy. How you doing this morning?
0: I'm well, sir, and you?
2: I'm doing pretty good, man. Hey, I just want to just say, just maybe, just a little bit, do you think maybe the guy could have been meaning when he was talking about the racist trial that... Out of like the Bill O'Reillys and the Charlie Sheens and you know all of the other guys in Hollywood that has known to do those same predatory sexual things to women. I don't know,
0: Andrew. But we're still, trying to really figure out because you know as Yaffe says, we're trying to be rational about the irrational here. We got. What do you think?
2: I mean, I think they all did those type of things, but like you know the Bill O'Reillys and the Charlie Sheens, they got to pay the hush money and go away, no trial. Now I respect what the judge do i respect the decisions just like i respect the oj decision so most people need to respect the oj decision as well
0: all right and then you think he got it right on cause three years minimum right
2: um the sentencing in this country is kind of no answer the
0: question do you think he got it right or not i think he got it right thank you sir very much up to lake county eustace you're up next bobby good morning to you bobby
4: Good morning, sir. Yes, the judge got it right. He should have given him uh, at least three years. But I can tell you from personal experience
0: that with his money, he will live like a king. He will bribe the gods. He will have big friends protecting him. What do you mean from personal experience, Bobby? What do you mean? Have you been on the other side of the bars?
4: I spent 16 months at 77 years of age. I went in for making, I made a mistake, uh, made the okay. wrong decision. I spent 16 months in a federal prison, and with the money, you can live like a king. No
5: you can kidding. have
4: plenty of good food, and you can have... Uh, You can just live good. It's like a three-year vacation for him.
0: Wow, boy, I hate the idea that that's what's going on in our prison system. My goodness, thank you, Bobby. That's pretty compelling. I'm glad you're out and you paid your debt to society. Well, we've had great input from our listeners on the phone line and the text line uh, on the Cosby verdict, and uh, you've got more on that this morning. Yes, I do. Justice was served. Those were the
1: first words from Montgomery County District Attorney Kevin Steele after Bill Cosby was sentenced three to ten years in state prison yesterday for drugging and sexually assaulting Andrea Constant in 2004. It's been a long time coming, but uh, it arrived when
4: a convicted felon named William H. Cosby Jr. left the courtroom in handcuffs, headed off to state prison for his crimes.
1: Steele said Cosby used his acting skills and hid behind a fictional character for decades. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. This is unbelievable, but the Centers for Disease Control says the number of babies born with syphilis is on the rise. Since 2013, the rates have spiked 100. 54%.
0: Boy, that's a disease that uh, was the scourge of humanity, but you don't hear about it anymore. Until now. There were just uh, 362 cases of
1: babies born with the disease in 2013, but that number jumped to 918 last year. Most of the cases occurred in the South or the West. Syphilis can be cured with antibiotics, but babies born with syphilis could face a variety of physical and mental health issues, and the rates of syphilis, bud, are So much on the rise in the state of Florida, particularly in the panhandle, that they've now put up billboards warning drivers, warning residents, everyone, of what these diseases used to do to people before you took precautions. yeah. We're seeing a resurgence in all kinds of STDs that before, uh, you know, their rates were down. You never heard of it. Boy, that is shocking. California is suing pharmaceutical company AbbVie over alleged kickbacks designed to keep people on its rheumatoid arthritis drug, Humira.
4: The alleges that AbbVie gave illegal kickbacks to healthcare providers to encourage them to prescribe Humira, a very dangerous drug according to the FDA, which has included a black box warning on the drug.
1: State Insurance Commissioner Dave Jones alleges AbbVie hired registered nurses to act as ambassadors who downplayed the drug's risks to patients and encouraged its continued use. You see it advertised all the time on television. All the time.
0: All the time.
1: And with some big names as well. Yes. And finally, speaking of drugs, heads up, parents. The use of Xanax by teenagers is on the rise. The San Diego-based Institute for Public Strategies is warning parents that Xanax is the exception. In the declining trend of prescription drug use among adolescents, the National Institute on Drug Abuse reports Xanax is the tranquilizer of choice for 12th graders. IPS reports that teens mistakenly think Xanax is a safer way to manage anxiety and social stress because doctors prescribe them.
0: Yeah, but you're not supposed to stay on it forever, and there are some people who are doing that. There's also people who
1: uh, use that while they party. Yes. So it's a uh, dangerous stuff, but you can get these stories and more at wflaorlando.com. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando continues now with Gina Cervetti and the Bloomberg Business Report, and she too has some news about the
0: pharmaceutical industry. She does, and we'll get to that in a moment. Thank you, Deb. Gina, coming in loud and clear. I hope from the Bloomberg Newsroom in New York City. Hi there, Gina.
5: Hi, Bud. Good morning.
0: Good morning. You've been checking out the stock market, the futures, yesterday's performance, and what is on the minds of investors. What do you have?
5: The Fed is on investors' minds today, bud. Federal Reserve issues an interest rate decision this afternoon, expected to raise rates once again. That would be the third one this year. And we have the stock futures edging higher in the meantime. Yesterday, a bit of a lower close for the most part. Oil drillers were higher with crude oil, but industrial shares lagged behind a bit. The Dow was down 70 points, just about a quarter of a percent, to 26,492. The SP was down four. Just a tenth of a percent to 2916. The Nasdaq up 14, a gain of about two tenths, closing at 8007. And the Bloomberg Orlando index down just a little bit here yesterday.
0: And some of you may be aware that Delta Airlines had some problems yesterday. You've been following that. What's the latest this morning?
5: The carrier says flight delays and impact on this morning's schedule are expected to be minimal after it grounded all domestic flights yesterday to deal with a technology issue affecting some of its systems. About an hour later, Delta said everything had been restored. While the carrier said there were no disruptions or safety issues, the system's failure was the third in as many years forcing Delta to shut down its operations.
0: And Uber drivers are back in the news this morning. Apparently, uh, Gina, they've come uh, on the short end of a court ruling. What do you have on this?
5: This is a federal appeals court in San Francisco dealing a major defeat to Uber drivers, barring hundreds of thousands of them from suing as a group for better pay and benefits. The decision was not unexpected after the Supreme Court in May strengthened the power of employers to force workers to use individual arbitration instead of class action lawsuits. But an attorney for the drivers vows to keep fighting Uber's business model, which classifies drivers as contractors instead of employees.
0: And, Gina, before you go, as Deb indicated, you've got an item on the pharmaceutical industry and also on the music industry for Mm -hmm. us this morning. Take it away.
5: The U.S. House approved a bill backed by President Trump allowing pharmacists to tell you about the cheapest way to pay for your prescriptions. The legislation already passed by the Senate. The bill addresses a practice called clawbacks. That happens when a patient goes to pick up a drug at the pharmacy counter and hands over a co-payment that's bigger than the drug's actual cash cost. Critics of those clawbacks are happy because this lifts what they call a gag rule on the pharmacist to say, hey, pay cash and it's going to cost you less. The difference here gets pocketed by a pharmacy benefits manager.
0: Very, very interesting, as and, uh, always. Uh, yeah. I'm-
5: I was going to talk about that music one. Sorry, I I just was thinking about that for a second. Go ahead. Uh, The U.S. House also unanimously cleared, Bud, a music copyright bill that streamlines royalty payments to artists from digital music platforms such as Spotify. This already passed the Senate. It now heads to President Trump's desk. Musician advocacy groups, the recording industry, and streaming companies all support this bill, which essentially puts the various aspects of the industry on the same page in the digital music age
0: an indication whether the president's going to sign one or both of these bills? Do we know that at this point?
5: Yes, I believe these are headed for law.
0: All right, thank you so much. Gina Cervetti, as always 6.35 every morning, live from New York City's Bloomberg Newsroom with the Bloomberg Business Report. Catch you tomorrow morning. Have a good day, Gina. You too, bud. Thanks. Trump was across town from Gina at the United Nations. Speaking before the General Assembly there yesterday, the anti-Trump media you know, tried to make it out like the rest of the world was mocking the president. I did not see it that way. We'll play that sound cut and several others as the president touted his America first agenda. And, uh, last year he put the hammer down on rocket man, a North Korean leader. This year he went after Iran, as you will hear in a moment that and, uh, and Orlando's news, weather, and traffic updated, of course, in only two minutes for you. Stay tuned here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA and AM 540. So, President Trump is uh, in New York City, working out at Trump Tower, maximum security there. Um, and of course, he is a part of the annual UN meetings here. Spoke to the General Assembly yesterday, and I'll have excerpts here in a moment. Today, got a very busy schedule. He'll be chairing the United Nations Security Council session. That's the 15-nation Security Council. It goes on a rotating basis, and and Trump is the chair. So wait till he bangs the gavel. (laughs) And I I can't wait till that happens today. I don't know what he's going to have to say, but it'll be great. He also will meet with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, British Prime Minister Theresa May, and Japanese President Shinzo Abe. So that's coming up today for the president at the UN. Yesterday before the uh, United Nations General Assembly and representatives of like 200 nations around the world, um, the president began his speech touting the successes for this country under his presidency. What you're about to hear has almost without exception been presented by the mainstream media as the president being mocked and laughed at by, by world leaders. You listen, and then I'll tell you how it came across to me. Here we go.
4: In less than two years, my administration has accomplished more than almost any administration in the history of our country. America's so true. (laughs) Didn't expect that reaction, but that's okay. (laughs) Anti-Trump media said, oh, the president was
0: being mocked. The world's leaders were laughing at our president. I don't think so in the way they would try and sell you. When I heard that, I thought it was they were thinking, okay, there there goes Trump, you know. He's, he's always on the campaign trail. He's beating the drums for the country he leads. And, you know, and there he is, and he's maybe prone to a little hyperbole. We know that he is. That's just Trump. And it was kind of like they were acknowledging, oh boy, here he goes again. And then when he joked around, I thought it was so personable uh, that they all reacted to it and kind of came on board with him uh, with the final reaction you heard there. So that's not exactly the way it's being sold in the anti-Trump media. I don't know if you had a reaction to that or you think I have it right or wrong, Four zero seven nine one six fifty four hundred. Text line 23680. A couple of more cuts here. The president touting America first and his agenda in that regard, patriotism over globalism and America's strength.
4: The United States is stronger, safer, and a richer country than it was when I assumed office less than two years ago.
0: Undeniably true. Trump on North Korea. No more rocket man on a suicide mission. When he spoke at the UN last year, that was the big line directed toward Kim Jong-un as missiles were flying all over the place in Asia.
4: I would like to thank Chairman Kim for his courage and for the steps he has taken. Though much work remains to be done. The sanctions will stay in place until denuclearization occurs. And finally, Trump blasted Iran. We cannot allow the world's leading sponsor of terrorism to possess the planet's most dangerous weapons. We cannot allow a regime that chants death to America and that threatens Israel with annihilation to possess the means to deliver a nuclear warhead to any city on earth just can't do it.
0: I thought the president was compelling. He's really low-key when he's on the prompter in a scenario like that. I, I like it when he's you know a little bit more uh, energized and bombastic when he's off the page. but I thought it was a great speech. I'm sorry they're not selling it that way in the anti-Trump media, of course. There's still some question uh, apparently even among the Democrats as to whether Christine Ford will actually show up and testify. We can tell you this is still on for tomorrow. And the Republicans have enlisted the services of a sex crimes prosecutor from Phoenix, Arizona to handle all of the questioning. So we have a woman and not, you know, 11 aging white guys doing the questioning. The optics in the Me Too era, of course, a potential problem. She's an expert. Her name is Rachel Mitchell. She comes highly recommended Um the second accuser, uh, Deborah Ramirez, um, she's flat said, well, I don't know about all of this stuff, but I have, you've heard all you're going to hear from me, and uh, and I'm I'm not going to testify. That's it. Um, that got uh, Trump's attention in a freewheeling Q&A at the UN yesterday, and he really went after her and the Democrats.
4: Horrible what the Democrats have done. It's a con game play. they're playing. They're really con artists. They're, they're trying to convince... You know, they don't believe believe it themselves, okay? They know he's a high-quality person.
0: And Trump on uh, the second accuser, I was just telling you about Deborah Ramirez.
4: The second accuser has nothing. The second accuser doesn't even know. She thinks maybe it could have been him, maybe not. She admits that she was drunk. She admits time lapses. And,
0: um... Trump went on to say that um, Kavanaugh's wife is devastated. They weren't ready for this. They didn't expect this. They'd never been through anything like this. That uh, the kids are devastated, the two daughters. I mean, uh, and then he goes on and says, oh, gee, I'm a little unhappy. They're devastated, and it's because these Democrats, they know, they know. When I see Schumer, who never even saw this woman say, I believe her 100%, it's just a game for them. But it's a dangerous game for this country that the Democrats know that Kavanaugh is a high-quality person. They don't believe this stuff. It's just resist and obstruct. And so it is. Um, getting some feedback here, let's go to the text line, Yaffe, on the um, on the president's speech at the United Nations and, and, and the comments by the anti-Trump media. And, and I took them on here earlier.
3: Uh, yeah, and I bet a lot of Trump supporters are commenting just like this texter. The texter says, who gives a rip what the world thinks? Let them laugh. That's the problem. Too many people worry about what others think when they should do what the right, what's right.
0: Yeah, interesting take on that. Ben, you're in Claremont. Go ahead on the president's U.N. speech, Ben.
4: Well, Bud, I'm with you. I, but I think it was kind of one of them nervous laughs where they're afraid they're going to be called out because they've had their hand in the cookie jar too
0: (laughs) you might be right you might be right i i you know i just didn't see it the way the anti-trump media machine saw it and uh thank you uh that my comment resonates with you matt you're in claremont checking in good morning matt good morning good morning
2: you know the content of the speech we sat around and listened to it and someone in my house said well well let's replay that
0: you know and we did
2: and i was like I don't know how we're going to be able to deny he's the best president ever. I mean, he's, I, I keep thinking of Ronald Reagan, and I love Ronald Reagan, but uh, the biggest question for me is is I'm going to have to admit at some point that Donald Trump is the
0: best president. Wow. Wow. And, have you come a long way in your thinking about Trump?
2: Well, I I've always liked Trump. I mean, I, since the beginning, I wanted him to run even before he ran, and I was so, so grateful that he did run. But um, I always like Ronald Reagan, and uh, I never got to see Ronald
0: Reagan, and Mm -hmm. so I've tried to see Trump every time I can. And you're impressed. Interesting. How about that? Great call. Good morning, Orlando. So glad you're with us here on the Wednesday edition of the show at 7 o'clock for our latest check on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Coming your way here and now on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. I'm Bud Hedinger.
1: And I'm Deborah Roberts. And our top stories this morning America's dad, Bill Cosby, is going to prison for sexual assault and surprising new studies, uh, surprising new findings, rather, about a new study and young parents. We'll give you the details coming up in one minute.
0: I want to talk to you about Cosby, Kavanaugh, and the Me Too movement next on Good Morning Orlando. Happy Hump Day at 7.04 on News Radio
1: 93.1. The women who accused comedian Bill Cosby of rape and sexual assault say they finally have justice after he was sentenced to prison time yesterday.
2: This has been
5: a long journey to justice for all of the accusers, particularly for Andrea Constant and for her family.
1: The judge imposed a three to ten year sentence for Cosby in state prison for drugging and sexually assaulting Andrea Constant in 2004. Attorney Gloria Allred, who was flanked by some of Cosby's accusers outside the courthouse, says this is a very important day as Judgment Day has finally come for Cosby. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Meanwhile, the repercussions of the Bill Cosby sentencing are even being felt in Hernando County on the Gulf Coast. Spring Hills' Kaya Thompson says Cosby assaulted her 30 years ago when she was 18. After Cosby was sentenced yesterday to at least three years in prison for another case, Thompson said she feels like she's coming out from under a rock. Thompson also tells 10 News she's praying that Cosby is honest about what happened and seeks redemption. In other news, a Massachusetts mother is under arrest for allegedly leaving her baby in a shopping cart at Target. Police say the woman claims it was an accident. The Easton Police Department says a customer found the 17-month-old toddler alone in the parking lot early Saturday afternoon and that the boy didn't appear to be hurt. The mother, 27-year-old Taylor Perdue, said she thought her son was secured in a rear-facing car seat and didn't realize he wasn't in the car until she was 33 miles away.
0: You know, we hear about these kids left in a hot car in the back seat, you know, kind of out of sight, out of mind. But I mean, in the shopping cart, you would have wheeled the child right out there looking at the child all the way to the car. Do you buy this? This is something. I don't know. And I I, I don't know. Who like, knows? We who don't knows? know. But I mean, this is uh...
1: when I first thought I was like, yeah, right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not the mother of a 17 month old son. And I, I know for a lot no. of. I can't see how it could happen.
0: Neither can I. We'll see how
1: it plays out. Yes, we will, and we'll keep on top of that story. The Annie E. Casey Foundation has released its Opening Doors for Young Parents report that focuses on the challenges faced by young families.
2: Well, in Florida, what we found is that there are um, 183,000 children um, who have parents under
6: between 18 to 24 years old, About seventy eight percent of those children live in low income families, which is one of the highest percentages in the country.
1: Spokeswoman Laura Spears says the report includes a number of recommendations for policymakers, especially in state government, to assist young adult parents who may lack resources, including providing child care in community colleges more access to mental health services, and support to build parenting skills. Someone who could use that as a man is facing charges for keeping a child in horrible living conditions in Lake County. Deputies this weekend arrested 30-year-old Mark Cameron for child abuse after the child was found in a home in Claremont on Max Hooks Road. The house, uh, the home rather, was full of dead cats, feces, urine, and roaches. Deputies also say there was no working shower, bathtub, Stove or refrigerator? Sounds more like it was a shack. does. And finally, uh, co-workers of the Pasco County woman killed in a murder-suicide by her husband, a Hillsborough County Sheriff's deputy, are raising money to help the four children left behind. The people who worked with Samantha Keithley at a Lakeland Realty office have set up a GoFundMe account that's received almost 500 donations, totaling more than $38,000. Authorities say Samantha was shot and killed last weekend by Deputy Kirk Keithley, who then took his own life in the Land O'Lakes home at the time were their four children, ages two to fourteen. WFLA News Time at seven oh eight, and you can read about a teenager rescued after being adrift on the ocean for guess mm, a week, forty nine days. Oh,
0: my goodness, seven
1: weeks, forty nine days survived by filtering seawater through his t shirt and catching fish.
0: Amazing that the salt water didn't ultimately kill him. The filtration somehow got the salt out of it. Exactly. And the sun and
1: everything else? On the website, right? Yeah, exactly. You can get this story for yourself at WFLAOrlando.com. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now.
0: News, weather, traffic. Traffic, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. The sentencing of Bill Cosby to prison, that's the first big conviction and sentencing in the Me Too era of a prominent American man, right? And I think that's that 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 is great. And 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 that is what the Me Too movement really ought to be about, getting people like Cosby with a preponderance of evidence from multiple women against him, undeniable what happened. But could the way all the sketchy accusations against Brett Kavanaugh are being handled and going down and driven by the Me Too movement. Could it ultimately weaken or destroy the Me Too movement? I want to talk to you about that here in a moment. Make the case and see what you think. Right now, make your wallet great again. Our texting contest is on. You could win a $1,000. bucks. would not you love that? Listen for the keyword of the hour coming up here in a moment. Text the keyword to 200-200 and good luck to you. And a moment, an update on Orlando's newsletter and traffic here in two minutes on News Radio 93.1 WFLA and still on AM540. So I just got an opportunity to read the full USA Today exclusive headlined as follows. Kavanaugh accuser Christine Ford offers Senate four people who corroborate her assault claims. That um a young Kavanaugh, when she was fifteen and he was seventeen at a drunken high school party, pinned her down on the bed, covered her mouth so she couldn't scream, tried to take her clothes off. Finally, she got away but was traumatized by it. When you look at the whole story here, I was thinking, my goodness, if we have people who say, oh, yeah, I was at the party in 1982, I was even in the room, or right after it, everybody was talking about it, etc., etc., etc. I said, this could be very serious. But here's the deal. Three of these women heard about it from Ford within the last five years. Remember, she first talked about it to her therapist in 2012. Her husband is the fourth person here um, corroborating, quote-unquote, her story of an assault by a young Kavanaugh. And he heard about it through the therapy sessions as well. But these women simply had conversations with Christine Ford in recent years, their friends, and she told them the story. But it is all after she had first talked about it in 2012, which then was 30 years after the fact, Yaffe. To me, that's a different breed of cat.
3: Well, of course it is. And when they've actually talked to people who were supposedly at the event, most of them have had no, no recollection of even being at the party or even knowing Kavanaugh.
0: Yeah, and she can't tell so, you exactly when it was and exactly yeah. where it was. And Kavanaugh says maybe it happened to her at the hands of somebody else, but it never happened at the hands of me because I never did that to her or any other woman. And now Deborah Ramirez, the second woman, is saying, listen, I am not testifying. I got nothing more to say. She was drunk, took her a week talking with her lawyers to clear her head and come up with, you know, the idea that she was also assaulted.
3: Yeah, the USA Today, who put out that story, might think they have a smoking gun here but I I don't think this is a smoking gun at all.
0: No, I don't think it is. National Review has a great story that got me thinking, and I'm going to impart the key passages to you right now and see what you think. Because the Cosby conviction and sentencing to prison for what he did to Andrea Constand and 60 other women are saying essentially did the same thing, drugged him up, got him incapacitated, had his way with him, raped him, okay? The Me Too movement. This is the first big win for the Me Too movement, and and I think that's terrific. This This is something that the Me Too movement should be all about. But the Me Too movement is driving support for the accusers of Brett Kavanaugh. And could this circus destroy the Me Too movement? The point being that the way all of this is being mishandled, how sketchy the accusations are, unprovable... Nobody can corroborate it from back when it happened. These accusations against a judge with a stellar career and a man of great character, so many say, will create a climate in which fewer victims are believed, more innocent men suffer for crimes they did not commit, and neutral observers are more inclined in the future to doubt claims of sexual assault that it weakens, maybe destroys the Me Too movement in the long run by undermining its promise that the truth matters and that it will enable us to obtain justice. The Me Too movement, the Cosby case, the Kavanaugh case, do you think the way they're playing it on Kavanaugh, given what we have to work with here, discredits, undermines, and maybe weakens and destroys the Me Too movement? Interesting case, interesting point made by the National Review. Got my attention. I'd like to know what you think about it. After all, I'm privileged to have this microphone before the smartest audience in talk radio, and I'd like to give you a microphone through the radio, 407-916-5400. You can text me at 23680, where standard message and data rate supply Toll-free is now 866-916-5400. What about that? You see what I'm saying here? The Me Too movement overplaying its hand, backing the accusers of Kavanaugh with little evidence? Preponderance of evidence. And the likes of Cosby and Harvey Weinstein, which kind of got it all started. You know, men who are really guilty of this stuff, they absolutely need to pay the price to the max. But that's a different deal, isn't it, than what we know about Kavanaugh and his accusers. And the Me Too movement, you tell me how that's going to play out. Yaffe, yeah, um, I think they make a great point in National Review here that, um, you know, Cosby, the conviction is the first big Me Too era conviction here. That's what the movement needs to be all about, you know, ferreting out and getting justice for the Bill Cosby's of this world but what's going on with these sketchy unverifiable accusations against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh and the Me Too movement pushing hard for that can discredit weaken if not destroy the movement
3: yeah i really think it can and this whole kavanaugh thing what it's really about is partisan politics for most people watching this commenting on it it's their it's based on their partisan beliefs so you have a me too th- era thing That really isn't about partisan politics. And now it's turned into something dealing with partisan politics. And that's going to hurt the movement because a lot of people are going to be against it.
0: Yeah, I'm going right to the phones, but you're looking right at our text line on this. What do you see?
3: Yeah, one person says this says we can only hope it destroys the Me Too movement, says
0: a woman. Says a woman. How are you guys? All right. Let's bring on Rick from Oviedo. Go ahead, Rick. You're on with the Budman.
4: Good morning, bud. Um couple of things. Number one, you, get, you, know, you're, uh, you hit it right on the head. The, this whole Me Too movement is nothing more than a big temper tantrum by the last Not that I'm, I'm going to say that what was done is, is wrong and should be punished if it can be proven. Well,
0: you know, but, when you got Cosby and, and Weinstein to yeah. follow, I mean, that's perfectly appropriate that these guys go right. down. Don't you agree?
4: Uh, absolutely. Absolutely, without question. Thank you. But this whole thing with Kavanaugh coming out, I mean, come on, it's... 37 years ago, both of them were minors, which really kind of makes it a moot point anyway. And then they're they're Hmm. digging people up, trying to find it. They're not going to find anyone to corroborate this. It was 36 years ago.
0: Yeah, I, I, I I don't know about moot point. I mean, if you could prove it, I mean, you know, I could not defend him doing what Christine Ford alleges. But he totally denies it, and there is no way to corroborate it, really, and prove it. Thank you very much. Appreciate you, Rick. Steve, you've been listening from Kissimmee. Welcome to the 50,000-watt front porch.
4: Morning, bud. How you doing today?
0: Outstanding. Glad to have you with me.
4: Uh, like I was telling your screener, uh, I think it will hurt the Me Too movement, but I, I see a plus in this also for the uh, court system, because now the judges, they don't have to worry about trials for these people that are accused by these women with no evidence, because they're automatically guilty. So instead of you know, Putting them through the judicial system, just go ahead and sentence them you know, because they're, they're guilty.
0: <laughs> Interesting take. Thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Hey, you're listening to us on the FM Dial 102.5? We're glad you are, but you need to know that FM 102.5 goes away starting October 1st and uh, will exclusively be on FM at 93.1. Lock it in into your preset right now. 93.1 you listen to us on AM 540 or 107.7 HD3, high-definition radio in your new car, hey, you don't have to do anything because nothing is going to change there. Website, you should know, is now WFLAOrlando.com. Time to get you up to date on the news, and Deb is with us again with a bit of a different angle on the Cosby story we've been talking about all morning long. What do you have, Deb?
1: Well, comedian Bill Cosby is heading to prison, but his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame is staying put. Former Hollywood Reporter Editor Alex Ben Block says it's all up to the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce.
0: The Hollywood Chamber of Commerce didn't, at the beginning of this year, had no policy. They now have a policy, and that is we give a star because somebody has achievements in the area of entertainment.
1: The Chamber repeated yesterday that it does not remove stars from the famed sidewalk. The Chamber said the Walk of Fame is a historical record of entertainment figures, past and present, and the stars installed there are intended to be permanent.
0: Yeah, and of course we had the President's star pickaxed a couple of times here, which was outrageous, and I don't wish that that would happen to the Cosby star. No. But I think their policy is right. I think once a star is awarded, lives can change, you know, people can become controversial. The star ought to stay. If you don't want to look at the star, don't look at the star. There's lots of other ones on the long walk. Yeah, exactly.
1: This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Well, now that I've got you all fired up, bud.
0: Yeah. Doesn't take much, does it? No.
1: (laughs) And to add to that, I mean, insult to injury, Duncan is dropping the donuts.
0: What is going on with that? I heard about (sighs) this. It's no longer going to... So when you drive up to one of their their places, it's not going to say Dunkin' Donuts?
1: No. Beginning in January, uh, Dunkin' Donuts will be known simply as Dunkin'. (laughs) The company has announced an effort to rebrand itself as a beverage-led company that focuses on coffees, teas, Speedy service and to-go food, including donuts. Wait a minute. Don't we have one of those? It's called Starbucks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Dunkin' plans to open 1,000 new locations by the end
3: of the year 2020.
0: Is that a winner, Yaffe, or not? It might be because
3: you had mentioned that Star- we have that in Starbucks, but Dunkin' Donuts Coffee is one of Starbucks' biggest competitors
0: yeah, it out really there is. for coffee. I prefer it.
3: It really, because their their business was hurting for a while, and then they started focusing on the coffee. And it's really helped their business a lot in the past few years. And people
0: are trying to eat more healthy, so donuts yeah. maybe are kind of like out now compared to what they once were, even though they'll still sell them. Don't emphasize them is the point.
3: I guess that that's a
1: good
0: point. Yeah, I,
3: <laughs> I will say this. The one thing that I say might be bad for them is I heard that Dunkin' Donuts was going to eventually start delivering. And I feel like delivering donuts to like offices or anywhere is a genius business idea it really is so if they take away the donuts i don't know if that would hurt that yeah. Whole why don't you
0: start delivering donuts right here every morning at six o'clock can you handle that for us then no. you can try out and see what a genius idea that is. You need to test market that on your own, yeah. Well, I mean,
3: I'd have to get paid for it. It's part of the business model. So if so, you want to pay me, then well, yes, farm it out to staff. You know, he, <laughs> right,
1: we'll, we'll test it. And if nothing else, you know, usually when you say if you're going to be going to Dunkin' Donuts, you just say you want to go to Dunkin', and you don't say the Donuts part.
0: Do you? Do you? Do I you didn't really? know that.
1: Don't you know? I don't know. I, I don't. I
3: don't go there very often. Well, so. we'll see
1: how it plays. Another big name that we've known for a while is also slimming down. Weight Watchers is trimming its name to just two letters, WW. The company what? says it's renaming itself to focus more on overall wellness and not just dieting.
0: So the so Weight
1: Watchers, so the W is now more for wellness. I guess so. Its huh. app, for example, will offer tips and meditation and give out rewards for tracking meals and exercise. WW has seen a rise in subscribers, helped by a 2015 investment by Oprah Winfrey. The media mogul has appeared on commercials for the company promoting her weight loss. WW—it so, so, sounds weird. It's—it's it's bulky. It's awkward to it say. It is. It is. It's better to say, <laughs> but you can't say W two. But uh, WW had four and a W-2 half. W two sounds like a tax form. I we know. can't say that exactly. <laughs> well, they had four and a half million subscribers at the end of June. That's a twenty twenty eight percent uh, increase from the same period a year before. The New York-based company says users will see changes to its app starting next week. And finally, a new report says the best coffee in America, guess where it can be found? Mm. The Big Apple.
0: Oh, okay. I, and you're not talking about a local store no. or a restaurant or something? No.
1: Wallet Hub put New York City just ahead of Seattle. Oh, they don't know what it is. Their surveys are and its so rankings. out to lunch. Go, on, go ahead. Is, Actually, I, it's about coffee, not lunch. I'll, I'll, the report looked at 100 large good. cities. Thank you. Thank you. And <laughs> compared 14 different items to come up with the list. According to Wallet Hub, New York City has the most cafes per capita and has high ratings from customers.
3: All I know is when I went to New York City earlier this year, yeah. there was Starbucks everywhere. Exactly, like on every corner. It's yeah, like so going to
1: Rhode Island. There's a Dunkin' Donuts on every single corner. Really, it's it's a
3: requirement by law. I was <laughs> <laughs> I was a little surprised because I thought they'd have more mom and
0: pop. That's what I thought too. shops, but no, New York City. It's Starbucks all the way. How about that? Interesting, Deb. Thank you so much. You got it, Bud Man. Hey, do you love the Beatles as much as we do? You remember that incredible song "Help" in the Help album? Well, the Beatles are long gone, of course, but the Classic Album Night at the Hard Rock Live recreates that iconic Beatles Help album and gives you a night of entertainment you will never forget. And you're going on us if you're our Sound Judgment winner. Company rules, you're only eligible to win if you haven't won in 30 days. Give others a chance. This is a great, great prize, okay? 407-916-5400. Sound Judgment is next. 407 916 5,400, you will never forget, a classic album night at Orlando's Hard Rock Live. And the Beatles' Help album comes alive once again. Ready to play sound judgment? Okay. And by the way, if you're trying to get in, uh, wait for a wrong answer, and you could win in a later round as many do by... Being ready to call as soon as we open up the line for you at 407-916-5400. I think the toll-free may still be open. It is now 866-916-5400. On the prize, Steph, what can you tell us?
2: Yes, yeah, so today's winner gets a pair of tickets to the next big Classic Albums event at Orlando's Hard Rock Live.
0: Classic Albums Live at Hard Rock Live takes classic albums and recreates them live on stage, note for note, cut for cut. This time, the Beatles' iconic help album, gets the classic album's
2: treatment at the Hard Rock Live on Friday night, October 5th. Tickets are on sale now. Visit our website, WFLAOrlando.com. Keyword concerts for more info. It's
0: going to be an amazing night, and you're going on us if you're our winner. Ready? For today's sound judgment, we take you back to a time when Bill Cosby made us laugh, not cringe. When he was America's favorite TV dad, not a prison inmate. Remember when the Cosby Show was must-see TV for millions? I sure do. Listen to some sound from the very first episode of The Cosby Show, when Cosby's beloved character, Dr. Cliff Huxtable, was getting on son Theo's case for slacking off in school and getting bad grades. Then, use your sound judgment to tell me what year The Cosby Show first aired.
4: When do you get D's and everything? (laughs) Now, you are afraid to try because you're afraid that your brain is going to explode and it's going to ooze out of your ears. Now, I'm telling you, you are going to try as hard as you can. And you're going to do it because I said so. I am your father. I brought you in this world, and
2: I'll take you out.
0: Hard to believe it's the same guy who's now in prison, convicted rapist. At any rate, what year did the first Cosby show air? Okay, that's where we played a cut from. Give me the year. Line one, you're up first. Go ahead, line one. Hi. Random guess,
3: way ahead of my time, but 1979.
0: No, it's later than that, but you're not too far off. Thank you. That opens up the line for you at 407-916-5400. Up the line we go. Line two, give me the year of the first Cosby show.
2: Yeah, I'm going to take a flyer, too, bud, but I'm going to say 1986.
0: You are pretty darn close, but I cannot give you the prize. Another open line, 407-916-5400. You guys are in the ballpark. Line three, what's the year? 1985? No, but you're closer than anybody so far. One more open line for the great... Hard Rock Live, Help, Beatles album, classic album, Night That You Will Never Forget, 407-916-5400, line four, nail it. What's the year? How about 1984? How about, you're right. Woo! Yeah. Yep, absolutely right. And that was from the very first episode of that huge hit, The Cosby Show. Did you used to like The Cosby Show?
2: Love them.
0: Yeah, it's hard to see what's happened here and to even imagine it's the same person isn't it
4: i know yeah it is i
0: I think we all feel that way but justice has been done if you'd be kind enough to give me your first name i'm gonna write you a note
2: it's jennifer
0: hello jennifer where you call home where are you calling in from
2: it's sanford
0: wonderful to have you with us so it's nice that you're a part of our audience here on good morning orlando we do appreciate you listening
2: every morning bud
0: uh, we love that. Thank you. And on behalf of the staff, uh, we do appreciate your loyalty. We truly do. And it's nice to get one of our regulars uh, a prize on sound judgment. So I'm going to put you uh, off air with Steph to make the arrangements for the prize. Okay, uh, Jennifer?
2: Great, right, but Thank you so much.
0: Good deal. And uh, nice to have you with us here on the 50,000-watt front porch. The Budman with you on the 50,000-watt front porch. Deb coming up with our news in a moment on Bill Cosby going to prison for sexual assault. Bill Nelson taking a surprising seven-point lead in a new Senate poll over Republican Rick Scott. Um, hey, our Make Your Wallet Great Again texting contest is coming up right after Deb brings us the news, and you could win a $1,000. Wouldn't that be nice? All you have to do is listen for the key word of the hour coming up right after the news. Text the keyword 200200, 200, and good luck to you. By the way, if you listen to us on the FM dial at 102.5, um, we're leaving 102.5 October 1st and moving on the FM dial to 93.1. We're there now, 93.1. Lock it in on your preset. Don't worry if you enjoy us on AM540 or on high-definition radio, 107.7 HD3, you don't have to do anything because nothing's going to change. The website, if you don't know, is now WFLAOrlando.com. Good morning, Orlando. Welcome aboard. You're on the 50,000 watt front porch on this beautiful Wednesday morning at 8 as we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here and now for you on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. I'm Bud Hedinger.
1: And I'm Deborah Roberts. And our top stories this morning America's dad, Bill Cosby, is going to prison for sexual assault. And Bill Nelson takes a seven point lead in a new Senate poll. We'll have the details coming up in one minute.
0: GOP approval ratings suddenly spike. We'll analyze what's going on, and I talk live with Glenn Beck in this half hour of Good Morning Orlando.
1: Happy Hump Day! It's 8:04 on News Radio 93.1. Bill Cosby is waking up today behind bars, the first day of many, as he's been sentenced to three to ten years in prison. The district attorney from Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, says justice was finally served Tuesday in the sentencing of Cosby. He's now doing time in state prison for drugging and sexually assaulting former Temple University athletic staffer Andrea Constant at his home in 2004, but Cosby's publicist says the trial was racist and accuses the women of making money off of accusing black men.
2: Mr. Cosby clearly has been denied his right to a fair trial. These injustices must be corrected immediately.
1: Well, District Attorney Kevin Steele says he's pleased that Cosby was treated like any other defendant despite his fame and wealth. This news brought to you by Tresco Bank, Florida's hometown bank.
0: Playing the race card in this situation, how outrageous is that? And the sexism card was played oh. by that guy, too. Yeah. Yeah, Cosby's publicist, you yeah. know. Trying to pull out all the stops. Gee whiz.
1: Well, despite his fame and wealth, Bill Cosby apparently owes a ton of money in legal fees. TMZ says the disgraced comedian owes over $280,000 in unpaid legal bills for his sexual assault case. The 81-year-old also has to pay a $25,000 fine and the costs of the prosecution team. Republicans are choosing a female prosecutor to question Christine Blasey Ford at Thursday's Senate hearing. Ford has accused Supreme Court Judge Brett Kavanaugh of sexual misconduct. Arizona Prosecutor Rachel Mitchell will do the questioning on behalf of the 11 Republican men on the Judiciary Committee. Mitchell is a registered Republican who specializes in prosecuting sex crime cases. The committee is scheduled to vote Friday on if it will advance Kavanaugh's nomination to the U.S. Supreme Court or not. Meanwhile, three weeks ago, a Quinnipiac University poll showed the U.S. Senate race in Florida between Rick Scott and Bill Nelson was a dead heat, but their new survey shows Nelson has opened a seven-point lead. Pollster Peter Brown believes Scott is losing points because women are all riled up by those allegations about Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh.
4: He's
2: probably suffering a bit
4: from an external factor, and that's probably the tremendous fascination with the Brett Kavanaugh case and the polling that's showing overall Voters are are not happy with Republicans.
1: The survey also shows Nelson with a 16-point lead among independent voters.
0: I've got a poll here that shows that the GOP is being approved by more and more Americans. And we'll analyze what's going on there. It's hard to know, and we are just... Six weeks away from the midterms. We'll have the election results on the air six weeks from this morning.
1: Yes, we will. And we will be covering it on election night as well. Yes, we will. And speaking of elections, a trip to Costa Rica could impact the governor's race. Republican Ron DeSantis this week questioned how Tallahassee Mayor Andrew Gillum paid for a trip there two years ago with his wife and a lobbyist. Gillum's campaign said yesterday he paid for his and his wife's share of a villa with $400 they withdrew from their bank and cash they had on hand. But the Tampa Bay Times reports that based on the villa's website, the Gilliams would have owed more than $900 for the four-day trip. And DeSantis accused the Gilliams of getting a sweetheart deal from the lobbyist. And finally, in completely separate news, the divorce rate in the U.S. is falling. Good news. Who do you think we have to thank for that?
0: I only know because I've read the story. Oh. Go ahead, so I won't spoil it. All Go ahead. right.
1: Well, finally, the divorce rate in the U.S. is falling, and it's all thanks to millennials. Yeah, a new University of Maryland study found that divorce rates fell 18% between 2008 and 2016. It's because millennials, along with Generation X, are waiting longer to get married and making sure they're marrying the right person. It also helps that they're more financially stable. In the meantime, baby boomers continue to get divorced and remarried over and over again, even into their 70s. Yeah,
0: they do. I don't know what our problem is, you know. But <laughs> Yabby, well, how guessing... about that? It's your generation doing it right. Well, waiting... my
3: generation and Deb's generation, I'm guessing we probably grew up seeing our parents get divorced yep. or whatever. Though My parents didn't get divorced, mine so did. maybe learned from the lesson.
1: Yeah, mine did. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, Yeah, but it's good news either way. I guess so. They're waiting longer and thinking about it more seriously than maybe the uh, baby boomers should take a page from the millennials.
0: Yeah, good stuff.
1: WFLA News Time, it's 8.08. Watch as a Florida man is arrested after a cop watched him toss another man off a bridge. You can see the video for yourself at WFLAOrlando.com. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. WFLA is moving down the FM dial.
0: Tune now to FM 93.1, and we're still on AM 540. And before you head back into the newsroom, uh, at 8.40 this morning, it's the very popular weekly segment. Legal Briefs with you and attorney Jeff Kaufman. What you going to talk about?
1: Well, of course. What are we going to talk about? You know, there really isn't anything happening No, nah, really nothing. No, no. Nothing
0: in the legal field.
1: I can't think of anything. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Bill Cosby, there of you course. Go. We'll k- kick it off with Bill Cosby. Also get his take maybe on uh, the female prosecutor from Arizona who's going to be do- doing the questioning
0: mm-hmm. of uh,
1: Brett Kavanaugh's
0: accuser. And if folks have uh, legal
1: questions of their own. That's the most important thing we'd like to get to. And you can text us to us at uh, 23680. Standard message and data rates do apply. And Jeff does have a really interesting take on the Cosby verdict and his sentence Um Don't think he was very happy with it, but we'll give him the opportunity to talk about it when he comes on with us at
0: 840 this morning. Legal briefs. You don't want to miss it in advance of that. I'm live with Glenn Beck, who's coming to Orlando. He's got a brand-new book we have lots to talk about. But before that, how do we account for this amazing poll that shows... The public is approving of the Republican Party now more than the Democrat Party. I thought it was supposed to be the other way around, that the Republicans were going down. What's happening here? We'll see if we can analyze that in just a moment, right after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes here on Good Morning Orlando. How do you explain this headline? The GOP sees highest favorability in seven years. This is a Gallup poll, okay? So it should be credible. It shows that uh, 45 second, 45% of Americans have a favorable view now of the Republican Party. That is up dramatically from what it has been only recently. And it puts them ahead of the Democrats, who are viewed favorably by 44% of Americans. This is the highest favorability number we've had for the Republican Party since 2011. Um, Frank Luntz, the pollster last night, was saying on one of the Fox shows that there's something going on here. There's something going on here. I want to know what it is that's going on here. I don't think Gallup is going to put out a poll that's going to be a complete outlier. And um, they've got a lot of credibility. They've been around for a long time. I think a couple of things, Yaffe, and maybe I'm oversimplifying it. But all the good economic news that people are feeling, the job market is so much better, you can get a job, the unemployment rate is down, wages are going up, all the economic news, stock market through the roof, people vote with their wallets and their pocketbooks more than for any other reason, no matter what else is going on. And I think that makes people feel good about the party that is in power, that's the Republicans, the President Donald Trump and the Republican-controlled houses of Congress. And then I think there's all the piling on by the by the liberal left-wing anti-Trump media on a host of issues, and people are beginning to say, this is outrageous, this is not fair, we're not buying it, we're going elsewhere and back in the GOP.
3: Yeah, if I had to guess on one thing, it would be the economy. The economy's doing so well, it's unavoidable that it's doing well, and I think that's what's helping them. It's amazing to see, though, because like you said, if you watch the mainstream media, we keep hearing how Trump is hurting the party, hurting the party, hurting the party. We're going to have a blue wave, but then you have this poll come out.
0: Yeah, well, we're six weeks away from knowing what it all means and how it plays out, aren't we? Now, let me get this right, Yaffe. Our old buddy Glenn Beck, who follows me every morning on WFLA from 9 to noon, reached out to us. And wanted to come on the 50,000-watt front porch live this morning to talk about his um, show in Orlando, pegged to his new Addicted to Outrage book here. He's on tour. He reached out to us, and um, we well, offered his, him a time Well, his you know, people did. I haven't, I haven't
3: did. talked to him personally. Well? Yeah, but they said uh, we had a book for this morning, but I... I I've not gotten in touch with them. And yesterday
0: so you wrote him a couple of times to confirm the time, which was 822, which is a minute and a half ago.
3: Yeah, I didn't hear.
0: And we haven't know. heard from them. They reached out to us and we're getting stiff yeah. here. I, I don't mean, like I, it.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I like Glenn Beck and I like his show a lot.
0: Yeah, but. I like Glenn and I like I've met him several times and he's a good guy. Um, But, you know, I don't understand that because yeah. he reached out to us. It isn't like we were just begging to get him on the air. Yeah, you know? they need
3: to be a little more organized. That being said, I really do want to read his book.
0: All right. Well, there you go. And he's coming here. We've been giving away tickets. It's uh, at the Plaza on the 1st of December. Uh, But you know what? Um, We always have a plan B on this program. And let us then go back to earlier in the show. We've been talking about all the dramas surrounding the accusers of um, Trump's Fine nominee, extraordinary nominee for the United States Supreme Court, the great conservative judge of so many years, Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, We still don't know for sure whether Christine Ford's going to show up tomorrow. Um, We told you that the USA Today has an exclusive saying they have uh, three women who will corroborate her story about what she says at a drunken party in high school a young Brett Kavanaugh did to her, and they feared that she might die, that he was going to rape her. Of course, it never happened. Um, uh, I mean, she did that did not happen to her. It may have happened at the hand of somebody else. Um, but it's interesting, uh, none of those corroborating um, witnesses in the USA Today piece, if you read through it, have anything uh, that dates back to when it actually happened sometime in the early 1980s. It's all in recent years when she'd been talking about it with her therapist and her husband. So there we go. Deborah Ramirez is not going to testify, has nothing else to say. She was another accuser. And now, as I just told you, uh, Stormy Daniels' uh, attorney, Michael Avenatti, said he had, boy, he had the witness that was really going to take down um, Brett Kavanaugh, and now he's locked out his Twitter account, and uh, she may not come forward at all. So 9.15 uh, on Friday morning is the uh, vote in the committee. Full Senate vote next Monday or Tuesday. And I hope and pray we get a confirmation of this great man and that these attacks just stop and go away. It is outrageous, I think, what they're doing with, 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 with so little support for these allegations of so many years ago. Tomorrow morning, it, it is still on, um, uh, but we don't know. I mean, if, if Ford doesn't show up, there won't be a hearing. So we'll stay on the story. Earlier Earlier this morning, I played a couple of cuts. There was a and a session with the president uh, after his uh, U.N. General Assembly speech uh, when he was really on fire about what they're trying to do to Kavanaugh and uh, and what he had to say about the Democrats and this second accuser that they're putting up who now is just flat out not going to have anything to say. Let's listen.
4: Horrible what the Democrats have done. It's a con game they're playing. They're, con, they're really con artists, This. They're trying to convince. You know they don't believe they don't believe it themselves. Okay, they know he's a high quality person. And um,
0: he also had this to say about this Deborah Ramirez, the second accuser here, who was hazy on so many of these details, spent a week with her lawyer, and suddenly got a clear head. Here is Trump. The
4: second accuser has nothing. The second accuser doesn't even know. She thinks maybe it could have been him, maybe not. She admits that she was drunk? She admits time lapses?
0: Okay, that's where we stand. Yaffe, what do you think? Does Ford show up and testify tomorrow or not? And by the way, she's going to be questioned when it's the Republicans' turn by this sex crimes prosecutor, um, Rachel Mitchell, out of Arizona.
3: Man, you're making me put... At least I'm not putting money on this, because I'm really not sure... I think she could show up. I think it's possible she won't show up. This could go either way.
0: Do you think he ultimately gets confirmed?
3: <laughs> um, yes. I'm going to say yes.
0: Yeah, and, and and we're hoping that he is, too. But you know what? I wouldn't put serious money down on either one of these things I happening. I know. That's
3: what I'm thinking. Well,
0: and I'm asking you because I think I think everyone out there almost is listening is, is, is just on the fence right. like you are because there is no way to know. We'll have to watch it all unfold. Um, hey, you can listen to us in all sorts of way here on WFLA on the FM dial. You need to know we're on 93.1 now and one Oh two five FM goes away on the first of October. So lock it in on your preset now. 93.1 on the AM dial. It's a five forty, and no changes there. HD radio, no changes. One Oh seven point seven HD three. And of course on iHeartRadio through the app, you can get a crystal clear signal of everything we do on the show. Good morning, Orlando. All our programming rush, Glenn, the whole gang, um, Crystal clear, anywhere on earth. Download the absolutely free and phenomenal iHeartRadio app, and guess what? You also can get the very best in music customized just the way you want it. Your favorite stations, your favorite artists, your favorite songs, all free on your weekly mixtape. Find out about it. It's all free on the amazing free iHeartRadio app. All right, bottom of the hour. Deb updating our news before she um, brings on attorney Jeff uh, Kaufman to um, talk about the uh, Cosby sentencing in legal briefs. Uh, She'll have more on the Cosby story first and former Facebook employees suing over, what, PTSD. The Debmeister is next, and good morning from us all from the Frontgate Realty Studio. From your cell, pound 250, keyword real estate. It is now 829. Deb, your good buddy, our good buddy, attorney Jeff Kaufman, is in the house early for legal briefs. But right now, he'll listen with us to your news at the bottom of the hour on the big story of the day.
1: We're going to be talking, of course, Bill Cosby being sentenced to prison. We're going to get Jeff's take on whether or not he thinks he got enough time. Was it too much time? Legally, he's going to give us his perspective on that, as well as uh, Rachel Mitchell, the prosecutor who is going to be questioning Brett Kavanaugh's uh, accuser. But we really want questions from the listeners. If you're caught in a sticky legal situation and you'd like some advice, 23680.
0: That's it. Legal briefs coming up first.
1: The news, absolutely, and we're starting it off with the fact that again, Bill Cosby is being sentenced to three to ten years in state prison outside the courthouse. Former model Janice Dickinson says justice was served for Andrea Constant.
4: I'm not sure there's any process. I mean, it happened. I'll deal with it, and I'll get back in the water.
1: Sorry, that was the wrong song. Uh, wrong. Uh, Sound cut. Here Uh is former model Janice Dickinson. She was a virgin.
4: She was she collapsed in court. She she was absolutely victorious
1: today. When handing down his sentence yesterday, Judge Stephen O'Neill said Cosby is, quote, not permitted to treat him any differently based on who he is or who he was. End quote. The judge also ruled he was a sexually violent predator. Cosby's lawyer asked for bail, but the judge told him he has, quote, no right to it. The sentence comes after Cosby was found guilty in April of drugging and sexually assaulting Constant in his home in April 2004. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A former Facebook contract employee who claims her work there led to PTSD is suing the social media giant. Just working at Facebook was that stressful? Wait till you hear what her job entailed. Okay. Selena Scola worked with the company for around nine months uh, to police images and other content that violate the rules when it comes to everything from violence to child exploitation. So you can imagine some of the images she had to go through. Oh yeah, that's what her work day was I every see. day going through yeah. the worst of what people try to post to Facebook. Her attorney says she was irreparably traumatized by what she saw. So much as Scola says the company didn't hold up its end of the bargain when it comes to workplace safety. Scola says that her PTSD is so severe it can now be triggered by just touching a computer mouse.
0: That'd be a great question for attorney Kaufman about whether she would prevail in a suit like that. I think we're going to add that
1: to the docket as he rubs his (laughs) eyes in frustration as the docket continues to grow
0: that'll get you to show up early here see what happens
1: <laughs> Go he's ahead. deeply regretting what it? else have you got well in either uh, other tech news this is pretty cool ancestry and spotify are joining forces to bring people playlists based on their dna people uh, who have submitted a testing kit can have it uh, linked to their spotify account where a playlist will merge their taste with music From their ancestral homelands. No kidding. Yeah, isn't that pretty cool? Spotify hails the partnership as a way for people to explore the soundtrack
0: of their heritage. No kidding. You know, it's like if you're like 24% Siberian, you get Siberian music.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, uh, this is not fake news. It is true. An escaped kangaroo is hopping its way around South Florida The kangaroo named Storm escaped from an animal sanctuary yesterday morning. Folks in the Jupiter Farms community of Palm Beach County have seen the marsupial and posted video to social media, but he remains on the loose. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission is on the case
0: well i gotta tell you uh you better watch it out you know because they're they're fast and they'll punch you out yeah they, they will. literally box yeah they do and it's they're not strong a, it's not a myth it's true it yeah. really
1: is not to mention you do not want to get kicked by those legs
0: no you do not
1: and finally the woman bitten by a shark while spearfishing in the bahamas on sunday she's not blaming the shark 31 year old maggie ewing said the black tip shark was going for the fish on her spear when it bit her hand the Massachusetts woman was released yesterday from a South Florida hospital where she underwent emergency surgery that saved her severely injured fingers. Mm-mm. Ewing says she has no plans to give up spear fishing. She says she and her boyfriend are planning to head back to the Bahamas in a few days. By the way, surgeons pulled a shark tooth out of her hand oh, during nasty. surgery. Oh,
0: yeah. He was. We wish her well. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking of sharks, it's time for us to go to break so we can come back with the best shark of them all.
0: <laughs> attorney Jeff Kaufman with the Deb Meister. <laughs> and legal briefs here. It's coming right up.
1: And it's 842, so that means this is legal briefs with attorney Jeff Kaufman, a nationally recognized personal injury attorney, the only attorney in the entire country licensed in 18 states. Good Wednesday morning, Jeff. How you doing?
6: It is a good Wednesday. You know, I, I felt let down because I was waiting for Glenn and he didn't show up. I I, oh. I heard he was sick though, so you know. Don't I, set Bud's I hair know. on fire. We I'm just sorry, put it bud. out. <laughs> it just uh, you know he let me down. You know, so. but i I'm, I'm there for you, Bud. You're my guy. All right.
1: Uh, well, while Mike tries to put Budman's hair back out, let's talk about the biggest story of the day. Bill Cosby getting three to ten years. Such a
6: strange sentence. Well, first you take the toothbrush and you file it down <laughs> and you stab the guy next to you. No, I don't know. Do you see the know. picture of his um,
1: prison digs? It's, oh, it's, it's,
6: he, I'm t- I told him, I said, listen. Bill, you got money. Get on a plane and go to Bolivia. You know, and he kept talking about putting in stuff like that. And next thing you know, he's doing three to 10. <laughs> so what's your
1: take on the three to 10? Do you think it was a sufficient a, a sentence? Or that you... judge
6: should have slapped it down and just said, let me make it clear. It's 10. Okay. Because what's going to happen? It's probation. And yes, that's what it is. And, and everyone's so happy. And I was reading some L.A. newspapers and they're they're talking travesty of justice. I'm like going, wait a second, you're the guys who are pushing this Me Too stuff, and you're upset that Me Too got Bill Cosby? And it wasn't Me Too that got Bill Cosby, it was Cosby that got Cosby. Exactly. You know, you're talking about a serial rapist who gets three years? You know, it's amazing what you can do when you're on TV and and a judge is trying to get reelected.
1: Now, this is the question I have, and I saw this a lot on the texting line this morning, which was the disappointment that... And I know, according to the law, the jurors could only consider the sentence per this one case. They they could not base it on knowing that, that so, he's doing I'm sorry, did that, did that work out for O.J. in Las Vegas? No, but I mean, why in this Who case? Who does that work
6: out for? I've been in front of a bunch of different judges. Judges rule on the way they feel. They don't go, well, you know the law is this. They go, no, this guy's bad. I'm putting him in jail for a long period of time. This judge was worried about his career. That's what he did. What... Let me explain what a judge does when they want to give you nothing, but they want to make it look like they're tough. They yell at you. They say these terrible things about you and they go, okay, you're a terrible person, everything else. Uh, I'm giving you probation. You know, that's what they did in this case. The guy called them a bunch of names yeah, and then didn't, and then didn't souffle him. And
1: then he, he called me violent sexual you're predator. You're a violent
6: sexual predator. Uh, why don't we give you three years and throw a kid in there with you? I mean, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It, it, he should have. He should have got the ten. And even my mother. I'm on the phone with my mother the other day, last night, and she's going, "Well, three years is a long time for that." I said, "Mommy raped a bunch of people," and she goes, no, he should. They should. He should be there the rest of his life, but he's not going to be. We're going to be watching Bill leave, and he's going to have this whole group around there talking about how justice wasn't done and it was unfair. And I actually know one of the women who were taken advantage of, and I got to tell you, he he's lucky it wasn't my wife." Because he wouldn't be doing three. He'd be doing about the rest of his life underground.
1: Well, I know know, one of the jurors in his case, and it was a male juror, um, interestingly enough, who had said it was Cosby's own words that led to this conviction. And then, of course, the subsequent sentence of him kind of offhandedly mentioning that he'd been he gives women quaaludes, kind of like it's what we did
6: in the 70s kind of thing. I always drug my women. That's the way I do things. Stop it. I mean, this is insane that we even listen to this. And and the thing is, I listened to what his attorney said. Listen, you can't find a better jury for him than what he found. Right. And they still found him guilty.
1: And his own words, according to one of the jurors, it was his own words. For Forget the lady who got up there
6: and said, listen, you know, the guy drugged me and I woke up with him on top of me. Right, exactly. I mean, that, I, normally and, that's enough for me, but the, I, I could be mistaken.
1: And according to the audio we just played from former model uh, Janice Dickinson, she said that Andrea Constant prior to the rape was a virgin at the
6: time that the uh, attack took place. First, first off, why why am I listening to quotes from form, former models? This is nonsense. This woman this woman's ticking time has got to stop sooner or later. There were a lot more credible, likable human beings, you know, who they could interview, but they go, oh, former model, I could care less. You know, the fact was is that this woman was abused, she was taken advantage of, and a lot of Hollywood people have used this for their benefit, including Miss Dickinson. So in the end, a travesty was done, and an even greater travesty was done by the sentencing. And yes, they weren't going to give the guy probation. I mean, nobody's that stupid. But they gave him basically a slap on the wrist for what he did. Well, let's go to the other story
1: that I had just done at uh, 830. And that's about that former Facebook employee suing the social media giant, saying that they didn't create a safe workplace uh, because of the unbelievable volume of images and stuff that she had to go through every day. What, what do you see the, her legs uh, standing on against a lawsuit against uh,
6: such a behemoth like Facebook? I, I don't know. Jimmy Buffett had a song called It's My Job. And, uh, it was her job. And her job, it was to look at this stuff. And she says, listen, I'm not the person to do this. Then I'm not the person to do it. Now, PTSD, I, I'm a veteran. Okay. And I understand you can get PTSD from traumatic events. And I mean, staring at cat videos and dogs doing it is not, you know, it's not enough for me to have PTSD. And if it's starting to bother me, guess what? I can quit. This is the job they had me do. Hey, listen, your job is to look at all the, all the bad stuff and, and, and make sure it doesn't go on. If that's your job, that's your job, okay? And she took the job. Now, she might have a worker's comp claim, meaning that she was affected on the job, but suing Facebook outside of a basic worker's comp claim is a little silly. Now, if these people were making fun of her and abusing her and forcing her to do that stuff, that's fine. But if her her job is to make sure the video doesn't go online, then find another job. It's probably not the job for you. How, how strong of a workers' comp claim does she have, though? Uh, if she has met, if she goes in and she shows that she's got these therapy for the rest of her life and everything else, that's a workers' comp claim. You get hurt on the job. If she got hurt on the job, that's fine. But for her to blame Facebook for her getting hurt online, she knew what the job was. I mean, if somebody goes, hey, guess what? You know what your job is? you got to look at porn all day long. Well, it's weird porn. Well, then I have a choice not to do it. Right, exactly. So she could say, well, now if they moved her into that division, but if that was her original job or she asked for that job or she, or they wouldn't transfer her out, you know, those things can come into play. But just because that was the job, I mean, that's the job. It's a worker's comp case. So it's a worker's comp case. Keep it plain and simple. Absolutely. On don't don't go after Facebook. I mean, attorneys like a lot of, you know, they, they like themselves in the news. I mean, I try to stay out of the news unless it benefited my clients. You'll always know that the attorney will pop on at the beginning of the case and he won't be there at the end because the press isn't there. I mean, that's a lot of TV attorneys like to do that stuff.
1: Well, what about the other story that I covered this morning as well? And that is uh, Republicans choosing a female prosecutor to question Christine uh, Blasey Ford at Thursday Senate hearing. We've got just a short amount of time left. But what's your take
6: on that? Listen, This is a circus. They might as well just pull up this little Volkswagen and have like 70 clowns pop out of it. I mean, this is an absolute (laughs) joke. I mean, you're talking. Oh, this is it's called prepping your client. This woman is going to be so prepped. She's going, oh, he did this, he did that, and Kavanaugh can't do anything other than saying, "I didn't do it," and that's all he can say. And if this happens, and they bring this person out, and, and they're, oh, I'm crying, this happened, it's affected me my whole life. This guy's bad. I mean, I've had to go, I've had to as a as a defense attorney a long time ago when I had these cases. I it took seven hours sometimes to be to get somebody to admit the truth. And these weren't people who were prepped for hours by their attorneys. I mean, this woman's going to come in. They're going to have her dressed. They're going to have her. It is It is a worse show than than uh, The Rock's Rampage that just came out. It's going to be this crazy thing. There's going to be crying. There's going to be tears. Oh, can I get you water? I'm promising you're going to see this this clown car circus. All right. Well, apart from the 70
1: clowns popping out of a small Volkswagen, how can folks get in touch with you?
6: At Jeff at com, And we also have the free wills. You know, and we do all this stuff. And if you want to issues about how to take care back for not showing up, you know, call me too. I'll, oh. I'll handle your emotional distress that you all suffered from that happening. The PTSD you got from not hearing Glenn this morning.
1: <laughs> okay, so Jeff at When You Need Us and WhenYouNeedUs.com, dot uh, com. That's where you get your free wills, and of course, you'll be back again next Wednesday. Oh, you got it. All right, making room once again for uh, Bud on the fifty thousand watt front porch on News Radio ninety three point one WFLA.
0: Boy, Yaffe, I got to tell you, Attorney Kaufman on the legal brief segment with the Debmeister here didn't mince words. You know, <laughs> thinks Dude, that you never know, holds back. Three years in probation. You know, got the celebrity sentence. Uh, Cosby should have been ten, and uh, and then he says this whole thing with uh, Christine Ford and 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 Kavanaugh and all that we've been talking about here. It's still on for tomorrow morning. Some doubt about whether she'll ever show. Uh, but he says, you know, it's a circus, like, you know, 70 clowns popping out of a Volkswagen.
3: <laughs> I'm going to be looking for that tomorrow.
0: Gee would It be interesting. Yeah. Um, at any rate, um, all of this is on for 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. And um, if she's not there, there won't be a hearing. Uh, and the vote is scheduled whether there is a hearing or not tomorrow morning for Christine Ford. Uh, at 9.15 Friday morning, the Senate Judiciary Committee is supposed to vote. On and report the nomination out. Now even if they were to vote her vote it down, it would still get reported out to the general Committee. That can happen, okay? Or there can be no recommendation, which is what happened in the committee with Clarence Thomas, who ended up getting confirmed. And for the greater Senate, all 100 have to vote on this thing. They now think that that might be Monday night or Tuesday. Senate majority for the Republicans, a very slim 51-49. I mean, no matter what happens tomorrow, this thing is razor thin and a very, very tough call on confirmation for Kavanaugh. um, And it would have been tight anyway, as we know.
3: Yeah, and you asked me earlier if I thought he was going to be confirmed. I mean, I'm going to say yes, but it could go either way. No question. There are the flaky
0: senators out there like jeff flakey
3: <laughs> exactly jeff flakey might turn susan
0: collins murkowski out of alaska uh, you know you can never count on them for anything. yeah by the way on the cosby uh sentencing i polled everybody on the staff yesterday you may recall you and stephanie here and um i would have liked to have seen him get 10 but i didn't believe he would the Budman's on record here as having said and i wrote this down yesterday three years that's the minimum he will serve so i i win I had no, it
3: right. I believe the sentence was three to ten years. Yeah, but
0: only three is certain. Alan Spector said ten years. Deb S- said eight. Steph said six. You were in with a couple of others saying five years. So we were all right. All of us. It's all within the three what to minute, ten range. Wait a minute, because it all comes in with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's okay, enough <laughs> of that. And Glenn Beck may have been sick. Everybody's texting saying, well, he wasn't in yesterday, bud, man. I mean, he's sick today. I and mean, that's why he didn't show up for your interview at 822 this morning. Does he have any people still working for him there who might have let us know that Glenn can't make it because he's under the weather? Uh, don't you think, Maybe. At any rate, we still love him, and he's still coming up here in a moment or somebody from 9 until noon. Busy morning. See you tomorrow. From all of us, thank you. God bless you, and God bless America.